I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. Have you ever had trouble putting words to your thoughts? Have you ever known to yourself that your thoughts are meaningful? Your thoughts have the potential to make a difference, but you just don't know how to put a word to it. You just don't know how to get your thought from your head and into words. This is Grace, and today in this video, what I want to talk to you about is how to articulate your thoughts better. And I'm going to give you seven powerful techniques that you can articulate your thoughts better in a very clear, concise, and compelling way. Let's take a walk. I'm about to give you seven powerful techniques to articulate your thoughts better. The first two techniques are going to focus on the delivery of the articulation moment. So whether or not you're going to talk from stage or one-to-one, these first two techniques will show you how to deliver in a clear and compelling way. The remaining five techniques, that's where I'm going to go throughout to talk to you about some of the foundation of it. What can you do to elevate your confidence? What can you do to prepare for that articulation, to prepare for that presentation? All right, so the first two are going to be more technical and the, the remaining ones is going to be more broad based on how do you prepare for it on, in terms of a, from a mindset perspective and also from a confidence and, and the word flow perspective. The first technique is to leverage their intake style. When I say theirs, I mean your audience, whoever you're talking to. It could be one person, it could be a group of people, it could be a huge audience from stage. And this technique is especially important if you don't know who your audience is. Because here's the thing, everybody in your audience has a different intake style. And what do I mean by intake style? Intake style is the way that they take in the information that you're going to talk to them about and the way they learn from it. Because it's not, a, it's not sufficient for you to just tell them your thoughts. It is important for them to take in your thoughts and to be able to learn from them so that they can take in your thoughts and they can see its application. Right? So this is really important. And there are three ways, three different types of intake styles that people can have. Right? And these are equivalent to the what, how they're going to learn from it. And the first way that they could intake it is through visual. Right, so if you, especially if you have the benefit of making a visual, maybe a flip chart, a PowerPoint presentation or some images, give them a visual, right? Because these are important for people who learn from their eyes, who learn from seeing, right? So that's the first intake method. The second intake method is auditory. There are some people who love to listen to the audiobook, right? So some people who love to listen to the podcast. And for those people, they learn best when they listen to it. Right, of course, the visuals, sometimes if they listen to auditory, they could be bored by it. But auditory learners, they need to hear it. 
right? So if that is true, you want to incorporate both things into it. You want to incorporate visuals. You want to incorporate words, auditory, vocabulary, description words, pic word pictures to it. And the third intake style is through kinesthetic. These are people who need to feel it, who need to understand the way it moves, who, who need to understand its, its, its um, who need to be able to do something in order to learn from it, right? So here's what you can do for kinesthetic learners. Give them a small task. Give them a small piece of homework. Ask them, for example, to close their eyes and visual something. Ask them to write something down, right? Ask them to think about something there on the spot and give them a few moments to do so. So when kinesthetic learners do something in the moment, that's when they learn the best. So when you are articulating your thoughts, as you are doing it, the way to, one way to articulate your thoughts better is to leverage the intake style. Especially if you don't know who your audience is, incorporate all three of those intake styles in there. If you do have the advantage of knowing who your audience is, because maybe you're only talking to one person and you know that person, or maybe you're only talking to five people and you know them on the ballpark what their learning styles are, their, their intake styles are, then make sure you incorporate those intake styles and make your method of articulating match their intake style. The second technique is to lean on their behaviors. What you want to do every time you are talking to your audience, whether it be one person or a big stage, you want to vary your speech, vary your tone, depending on who you want to emphasize your thoughts to. Because whoever is asking, asking you a question, for example, they have a different intake style and they have a different set of behaviors, right? And for example, one set of behavior are those people who are more dominant and commanding, right? They have a different, they have a set of behaviors, wouldn't you agree? So if that's the case, you want to give these people the big picture. Right, and a, give them a big picture vision of your thoughts and the big benefits of what your thoughts are going to do for them. Right, make bold promises of why you're telling them what you're about to tell them, and use a stern and serious tone. And these are to address people who have that type of behavior that's more commanding, that's more forceful, that's more dominant. Right? The second type of behavior are those who are more social. Right, they could be. They're, they're, they generally tend to be a bit more optimistic. And what you want to do for them when you're articulating your thoughts is to talk to them about the altruistic side of your thoughts and ideas. What is the altruistic side of it? What is the purpose? How is it going to help people? How is it going to contribute to the greater good of things? Right? And when you're talking to this group of people, use a softer tone, use a friendlier tone. The third type of behavior are those who are more laid back. I mean, how many of you probably know these people? They're really laid back. They're very casual, right? And in this case, what you want to do when you're talking to this group of people is you don't want to talk too much and lean too much on the facts and figures, right? The charts and graphs, the tables, right? Because they're a little bit more laid back. They just want to have a casual conversation, right? So for them, what you want to do is you want to focus on connecting to them. Use a tone that's very casual. Be casual. Be a bit more laid back and friendly as well. And the fourth type of behavioral behavior are those who are analytical, right? These people love the charts and graphs. They love to see the way it works, maybe a flow chart. For them, that's where you want to lay down the facts and figures. Lay down for them. If there are numbers that are associated with it, lay those down as well. If there's a flow chart, lay that down. Show them in a flip chart how it fits into the big picture of things. And that's what their behaviors are because they tend to be more comfortable and they tend to intake information because of their behaviors are going straight to the facts and figures. So when you're talking to them, you want to use a steady tone and be more serious. Right? So this is the second technique, and that is to lean on their behaviors. So now the first two techniques that I outlined to you are more on the technical side on how you deliver the articulation of your thoughts. For the next 
the remaining techniques, I'm going to share with you what happens before that. And this will help you to build some of your confidence to help you to prepare for that articulation moment. Okay. So technique number three is to learn how others see you. Now this is key because this helps you to develop the right mindset in order to articulate your thoughts clearly and in very compelling ways. Here's the thing. The way others see you is going to be generally the way you see yourself. So how do you see yourself? If you see yourself as constantly someone who just doesn't know how to articulate their thoughts, someone who has trouble speaking, someone who's not confident, someone who just doesn't, doesn't know how to connect with other people, if that's, how they, if that's how you see yourself, then others will see you that way too. Because here's what I learned in my years of studying the brain and neuroscience and, the, and human psychology, is that people don't see you through their eyes, they see you through yours. Right. So here's the thing, get feedback. Learn how others see you. And one very powerful way that you can do that is by asking them. Right? Ask people you trust to give you an honest opinion. And of course, let them know that they can tell you anything. You're not going to take it personally. Right? Ask them, how do you see me? I'm gonna, when I just explained this to you, what did you feel? What did you see about me? How did you hear me? Right? How, did you, how did you feel that I presented it? Was it clear? How did you relate to my tonality? Ask them those questions and notice and learn how they see you. And if they give you feedback that is something that is out of the ordinary that you might not have expected, or maybe they give you feedback that you don't want others to see you that way, now you have an exact roadmap of how to change it. Because how would you, Because here's the thing, you don't know how others see you, but how others see you is going to be how they're going to be able to intake your, your, your articulate thoughts, and it's also going to be how they're able to learn from it. So technique number three is to learn how others see you. Technique number four is to lay them down in writing first. And this is really important. This technique is really important, especially if you take a long time to chew on your words. Because here's the thing, you have had your thoughts with you for a long time. You've been thinking about them for a long time. So they're clear in your head, but they're not gonna do much use there until you put them into words and get them out there, right? Because most of us, most people, know it very clearly in their mind or in their head because they've had those experiences which gave them the thoughts. And so we're very clear on the emotional and the history of the experiences, but we're not used to we're not used to putting them in words. We're not used to conveying them to another person. Right? And so sometimes this could be an issue when now it's time for this is the moment, this is time now for you to be able to articulate what you've been thinking, to articulate your experiences or articulate the complexity of that thought. But we're used to mulling it over in our minds and we're not used to, how do you put them in sentences? I don't even know how to talk about it. I mean, how, how many of you have said that? Like, I know it very clearly, but I just don't know how to put it in words, right? So in this case, it helps to write them down because you, if there's no word for it, if you can't express a word for it, it cannot possibly exist in another person's world because the purpose of articulating your thoughts is to let your thought exist in another person's world. That is the most important thing. If it doesn't exist in their world, then you haven't really conveyed your thought to that person or to those people, right? So write your thoughts down. And when you write them down, this will help you to build a vocabulary or to build a vernacular around your thoughts. And this is especially also very important if you are an introvert. Because if you're an introvert, chances are you spend a lot of time thinking about what you want to say before you can say it. And the process is not as quick for you compared to someone who is a visual learner or compared to someone who is an extrovert or someone who's been speaking from stage for a long time. So if that's you, writing them down, laying, laying them down in writing will be especially key to help you build that your own specialized vocabulary around it. 
and for you to help to help you get the thought out there in practice before you do it out in the real world in front of somebody. By the way, everything that I've covered so far in terms of being able to deliver your content in a way that is clear and compelling by leveraging their learning styles, right? Being able to list them down, being able to put a structure around it. All of those things require confidence. And confidence doesn't, it doesn't come from being able to read about confidence or learning about confidence. Confidence comes in a five-step process, right? Confidence doesn't come from practice because practicing doesn't make perfect. I mean, you must have heard the saying that practice makes perfect, but practice does not make perfect. Because if you continue practicing and you're practicing the wrong thing, then it doesn't produce what's perfect. It produces the outcome that you don't want. And doing the same practice, expecting something different, well, as you know from Einstein's definition of insanity. So practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. So you have to be careful what you are practicing. And so if you are listening to this and what I'm hearing, what I'm saying to you really resonates with you and you want to be able to elevate your confidence around speaking, you want to be able to elevate your confidence to be able to articulate your thoughts and your ideas so that you can elevate your career moving forward, then I have an offer for you. I have a program, it's called Awaken to Vocation, and a good candidate is someone who is serious about taking their career to the next level. And if you have an established career, but you just want to take it to that next level, then I invite you to click on this link below this video and book a call with myself or someone from my team, and we'd be happy to chat with you, just a brief chat, to get to know how we can help you. So click on this link below, and I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Technique number five, list them out with a structure. Right, because another issue that you might have if you are trying to articulate your thoughts and they're very dynamic, they're very complex, they're very nuanced, sometimes as we start to talk about our thoughts, we can lose our train of thought. Right, so it's really important because thoughts can be very dynamic. Thoughts can have a long history behind it, especially the more technical they are. So what you want to do is you want to list down, for example, you can list down your talking points. Right, you have an idea or a thought you want to convey. What are the important steps behind it? What's the, what's the steps behind your framework of that thought? Or what are the, the five main points you want to talk about? And for each of those points, of course, you're going to elaborate on that. But the key is to implement a mnemonic device around it. So for each of those talking points, you're going to elaborate on. Choose a keyword that will cue your mind to remember all of the things, the key thing, and of course, everything around it that we're going to talk about. And all you have to do is remember those keywords and it will cue your mind because you've already listed them down. You've already put, laid them down in writing and now you've already put a structure around it. So when you remember that keyword, that keyword will trigger your brain to remember all the dynamic, the dynamic details around that thought. And all you have to do is remember those keywords instead of remembering every single thing point by point. And that makes it easier because when you try to remember all the minute details point by point, that's when you lose your train of thought. That's when it becomes more difficult. So instead of remembering all those details, of course, you've got to know your, know your stuff inside out, but you've already done the work in writing them down. Just remember that keyword and it becomes a mnemonic device to clue in to exactly what you wanted to say. So that is technique number five, is to list them out with a structure. Oh, and one more thing I forgot to tell you is that remember, here's a pro tip. When you're listing them down with a structure, use alliteration. Alliteration really helps. And what alliteration means is that you make sure each of your keywords or your talking points begin with the same letter. If you look back on this video or rewatch this exact video, you see that I have used alliteration. Every list, every point that I wanted to make, every technique began with the letter L. Check it out and you'll see what I mean. Technique number six is to learn the words. Because as I mentioned earlier, 
if you don't make your thoughts exist in someone else's world, then you can't convey your thoughts. Right now, the thoughts are in your mind, but you want to articulate them so that your thoughts can exist in someone else's world. And here's the thing, sometimes it's just a matter of not having the word for it. So perhaps you haven't been able to put the word for it because you don't have the word for it. So it's important that you learn the words. Expand your vocabulary so that when you articulate, you can articulate clearly, you can articulate to the point, and you can articulate in a very compelling way. Right. However, you have to have the wisdom to be able to discern. Is it that you just don't have the word for it? In which case it is around expanding your vocabulary. Or is it that there is something inherent about the speech itself? Right. Because sometimes we have speech difficulties. If that's the, if that is the case and it's not the vocabulary, but it's something more fundamental, then you want to be able to take care of the speech itself. Right? Sometimes it's the mechanics of the speech that I'm talking about. The ability to, to enunciate the words. The ability to be able to flow the words flowing. And that's a mechanical part of speech. So have that ability. Discern which one it is. And then if it's, if it's simply about just the words, putting the word to it, then learn the words. Step number seven, lose the stage fright. Another reason why it is very difficult or can be very difficult to articulate your thoughts in front of someone else is because there are some fears around what others may think, right? And that fear, what will they think? You know, what will they do? What will they think of me? How will they perceive my intelligence? All of these fears prevent us from being able to articulate better because we are fearful of what others think. So here's the way, the best way to overcome and to learn, leave that stage fight is to make it about them. There is a greater purpose to articulate your thoughts. There's a greater purpose to put words to your thoughts so that they can exist in someone else's world. And the bigger purpose is so that you can help them. So make them the star of your communication. Make it about them and not about what you're going to get out of that communication, but how your articulation and how it is so important and it is your moral obligation to articulate better so that you can help those you are talking to. And so those are the seven techniques to powerful techniques to articulate your thoughts better. Now, if you've liked this video, I invite you to click the thumbs up, give me a thumbs up and as well, comment below. I'd love to hear from you. What are the biggest challenges you are currently facing in articulating your thoughts? And remember to ring that bell so that you can receive a notification each time I upload a new video.